The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. What's up? What's up? Welcome to Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Isha Morrison and Jess Novarez in the SWBC studio. Um, y'all feel really like my, I don't know. It's a good day today, even though it's raining outside. I don't good know, vibes. I feel like I got good vibes. You know, great day of practice. Why are you looking like that? <laughs> Not good vibes on that side of the like, what is I'm blinking through the you? pain. Ah, I am tired. We'll keep our, our good vibes there. on this side of the table. Right? I have good vibes, y'all. I'm, it's not bad. You can keep vibe. your bad vibes on that side of the table. <laughs> keep them away, girl. Is she looking at me like I am retarded? I will listen. And there's lemonade spray real good. Okay. I'm sorry. Let's get. I'm sorry. Great vibes. Um, yeah, no, great vibes. Like I practiced today. Um, a little things to note, of course, Cavante Turpin, um, to be determined. Um, but we saw Deuce Vaughn taking some returner reps. Uh, we got to see Martavius Bryant. Let's see where we want to start, though. Let's start with Deuce Vaughn. Let's start with Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't know the status of Cavante Turpin just yet, but if he is questionable for Sunday, um, what does that look like as far as on special teams with Deuce Vaughn? Yeah, I caught up with both of them in the locker room mm-hmm. today because during practice I did notice um, Turp was kind of standing behind Deuce, mm-hmm. and then Deuce would take the rep, and then Turp would kind of go up to him, yeah. point some things out, talk mm-hmm. to him for a little while, so almost mm-hmm. coaching him through. Come on, mentor t- and uh, it was, Turp, right? It was really <laughs> cool to see. Um, so I talked to Turp, caught up with him, uh, talked to him for a little while, just giving a little update on his on his injury, mm-hmm. how he's feeling, um, and overall, again, it's just day by day yeah. at this point with him. Um, went to Deuce's locker, saw him, talked to him, and... Um, yeah, he, he said he feels good. He feels fresh. Uh, keep in mind, Deuce Vaughn hasn't been active for the previous three games. Mm-hmm. So this would, uh, if, if, uh, Turp isn't available, it's likely that, uh, you would probably see Deuce taking those reps. Uh, despite having a lot of numerous options that could do it, yeah. Deuce is probably the guy to step in and do that in that case. And so Deuce said, uh, he feels good. He has some juice in his tank. Mm-hmm. Deuce with the juice. And, uh, overall the, the message was it was just like that next guy up mentality yeah. uh, again with that situation. But to be determined, we don't know. Yeah. Um, and this week's schedule, I think it's worth noting, was a little weird with the walkthrough mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Practice today um, almost seemed like a little bit of a veteran rest day, what it would have been on Wednesday if it wasn't a walkthrough. Um, so, yeah, kind of taking it step by step. But I think what you see from your Saturday walkthrough will kind of determine um, guys like Cavante. Cool. For Sunday, yeah. I, I mean, in regard to, to my bad, go ahead. yeah, that's cool. Uh, in regard to Deuce, I, I do think that him getting these reps is is valuable. Um, we know he has explosiveness and things like that, but I do believe that him having the opportunity to return can also build some confidence. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in order to get on the field and for most teams, especially for a young gentleman, young player like Deuce, special teams is important. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that if he's able to show some things that he can do there, it'll definitely. 
um, be something to look at later in the season if he's successful there, if Turpin doesn't go or if there's some issues there. Um, and as far as practice today, I really just was paying attention to some of the drills that they were doing. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. um, Dan Quinn kind of spoke on the fact that, I mean, in the numbers, the numbers say so is that when this team, this defense doesn't get turnovers, the Cowboys have suffered three losses this year. Mm -hmm. And so um, the third down and then also the turnovers are something that I think that they're really trying to focus on. So I was watching the defensive line doing some um, drills where they, they drive on the sled and they're having to locate mm -hmm. the ball and they're going to punch the ball out of the defender's hand. And I, I just thought that was something interesting. Mike McCarthy's talked about how a lot of turnovers are coming mm -hmm. from strips, strip fumbles this mm -hmm. year as opposed to uh, interceptions. Yeah. And so I was just looking at little things that maybe they're doing. We don't get to, you know, we don't get mm -hmm. to just be around <clears throat> practice, but even though it was a kind of, seemed like a more chill portion of practice we were able to see. Um, I do feel like there was some high intensity in some of these drills yeah. that they were yeah. running that they, they weren't playing around. So, yeah. cool things. Some cool things. I was, it's, it's really awesome watching DQ coach mm -hmm. and just seeing him get involved in stuff. It's just, Indoor 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 practices are elite. And to just, me, it makes me want to run through a wall. For That's him. exactly what when Patrick we were Walker talking said. about. It. Yeah, he said like just watching just him makes you want to run through mm -hmm. a wall. For yeah, him. it's pretty dope. And while we're on the defense side of the ball, Marquise Bell uh, limited in today's practice um, with a calf injury. Yeah, uh, thoughts on that? As far as I mean, I'm sure he sh should be a good to go for this Sunday. But if not, like, what would that do for this? Oh, God. You, you need him. You need him. Yeah. You need him to continue to build the confidence and his strength within the linebacker room and in that position overall because mm -hmm. he's still – it's still new to him. He's still transitioning, and he's still building muscle memory, essentially, mm -hmm. from switching, you know, from, from a previous position into linebacker. And so uh, during practice, did see him working with Britt Brown on the resistance ropes a little bit. But right before practice was closed to media, I did see him going over towards um, – kind of individual drills I yeah. guess at that point is what it was um so it doesn't seem like it's going to be an issue but I mean a calf issue it, it can be worrisome because it's something that can be mm -hmm. nagging and so definitely keeping a close eye on him um overall but you need him he's he's yeah. growing strength within that room he's uh him and Damone Clark are both just continuing to take this big mm -hmm. jump together especially without Leighton in we talk about it a lot but it's it's important to note what a what a what big shoes they have to fill yeah. uh, without him in there. So um, hoping for the best for, for Marquise. He wasn't in the locker room. I was hoping yeah. to catch up with him. Didn't see him um, today or yesterday. So, yeah, keeping yeah. a close eye on it. But it doesn't seem like mm -hmm. picking up on talking to some people, it doesn't seem like it's yeah. going to be much of an issue. Yeah, and I hope not. Uh, this is a game where you – I don't want to say that you don't need him, but you don't need to – push him too much if he doesn't need to be pushed right sure. and because you got to play the long game around this time of the season you think you got to think about you know week 16 week 15 you know those type of types of games uh so you don't want to be rushing people sorry excuse me y'all uh you don't want to be rushing guys you know pushing them to limits that they don't need to be pushed at this point of the season but uh let's talk about martavius bryant y'all he's huge um, huge like i could literally see why they were so impressed with his size. Uh, he literally stands over the top of all the receivers in that room. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's different. It's different. I was like, Katie, is this... Is this you? Does Katie have locks? <laughs> is this what's happening now? But I... Um, no, yeah. His, his, I can see why if he does, and it sounds like they still... 
he still has the ability to run. I've, I think I saw a video with him having like a GPS tracker on. He's if he still has the ability to run and with his size, it, it is he looks different than everybody else. Mm -hmm. He just does and from a receiving standpoint. I just his length, his hands are yeah. just massive. Um, again, we talked about it yesterday. What you know, what to expect from him, or just kind of, um, I had the opportunity to meet him today. Went up to myself, went to him, went up to him, introduced myself, and he just seems like very much so. He f seems very grateful for the opportunity, mm -hmm. number one. But he also does, to your point yesterday, Jess, he does seem like he's not here to just play around. Yeah. He's definitely here Business. to to see, you know, to to see what he's still capable of and to show people what he's still capable of. So yeah, I was, I definitely get the hype as far as his size and just how different his appearance is and his presence is too. Yeah. I mean, he has a presence to him as well. So yeah, um, and we're all for a comeback story. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, yeah. and like he takes accountability for, for his past. Sure. And, and that was something that yesterday when he was doing his first media interview uh, with us in the locker room, mm -hmm. it's the first thing he did was take accountability. And he was very open and raw and honest saying, I've been in very dark places the past five mm -hmm. years. He said, I'd rather not talk about it because I'm moving forward from that. Um, but, you know, he he continued to play in multiple leagues. More recently, the XFL, he talked about his time there. Um, but overall, when you see him at practice, he does. He stands out with the size and the height. But... Um, Something that's worth noting, because I, I tweeted pictures of him at practice and my mentions are just blowing up with people responding <laughs> things. Something to mention is typically when you get a new player in, especially, you know, somebody like Martavius who hasn't necessarily played in the NFL for a while, you're probably going to see a ramp up phase. I don't think that the Cowboys are in a position that they need to do anything rash to activate him anytime soon. And so yesterday when he was talking in the locker room, he talked a lot about learning the playbook, first yeah. of all. And that's a lot. That's a lot to learn when you're coming into this scheme and this system. It's a lot for him to catch up on. So I don't necessarily see him being activated um, for this game, but I also don't see a need to activate him anytime quickly. Mm -hmm. It's not It's not something urgent. Allow him to settle in. Uh, he, he admitted yesterday he's in shape, but not football shape, and they're two different things. Let him get back into football shape, um, learn the playbook, and take his time to get back in because you don't want to rush somebody uh, to go in before they're ready as well. So just wanted to mention that because the Twitter mentions were going a little crazy saying, oh, is he going to play on Sunday? No. Let's take a breath, everybody. Let's chill for yeah. a second. I mean, even yeah. so, well, he's going to have to go through special teams, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of a rite of passage, and yep. most of the time players have to do that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's something he's done in a while, too. Mm -hmm. So he also has to, you know, get in and start doing that as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it was cool to, to meet the player, put the yeah. put a face to the name and actually see him today. Yeah. Yeah, and to both of you all's point about him being grateful for this opportunity, um, he touched yesterday on how, like, what helped him with his maturity and growing the past mm -hmm. couple of years was his bond with DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. He kind of really helped yeah. him. Um, you know, as far as like growing uh, mentally, and so I think I think that's pretty awesome as well that he's here, strictly business. You know, um, so we'll see what he can do uh, eventually. Hopefully, I know Mike McCarthy said that it's to be determined about if we even see him this season or sure. you know, things like that. So it should be interesting. Uh, let's talk about this offense, y'all. Mm -hmm. Let's get it cracking. Um, what is it that y'all want to see? I know we kind of touched on it yesterday a little bit. What is it that y'all want to see on Sunday against the Giants from this offense? Um, if you had to pick one thing. 
I'm sorry. Man. I had to make it difficult. Can I can I start with a point and then trickle mm. into something else? Nope. Because it ties in together. Okay. So it can technically be one point. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I'll, pick, I'll pick one. You know what I'll pick is I'll like pick... Like the first thing you want to see on Sunday. Terrence still have a better game. Okay. Because we got to talk to him in the locker room today, and he took accountability for how he's been playing. He was very open, very honest, very raw about it. You know, and... and I, I appreciate a guy that can come out and even talk to media after having mm-hmm. the kind of performance he did on Sunday. That takes a lot, guys. I mean, that yeah. media scrum, it can it can be unforgiving depending on, <laughs> on the day. And, and they're, you know, as, as media, you, you just want answers to what's going on. And he, he went in there in the locker room and just said, yeah, I'll talk to you guys. And he was very open, very raw, very honest, um, talking about his injury and talking about overcoming it and and how kind of the process has been and how he's leaning on his family a lot right now to go through mm-hmm. it. And it's a lot for him physically and mentally, as, as we're seeing. But also, you want a guy that's coachable and wanting to get better in that sense, that knows he has to get better. He's not above being honest about it. And so for me personally... I want to start to see his confidence growing back and and or coming back and growing within the sense that he's he he had a bad game. Yeah. Call it what it is. Took accountability and now he's taking progression to go forward and learn from that. Um I know that's it's easier said than done obviously because he's coming back from a massive injury and uh, he came back early and I think people tend to forget that. But also I just want to see him rebuild that confidence because Man, when Terrence Steele is feeling good, that whole line is just going to be a threat. That yeah. is going to be a wall. So really hoping to see him have a better game. And uh, less quarterback pressures, less sacks allowed, obviously, would be would be nice. Yeah. Um, but I think this is the game, again, you talk about a measuring stick. Start to build that comp- – use it to be a confidence builder for him going forward. Okay. Aisha, what you want to see, girl? Um, I really – I really just want to see if they build upon some of the things that I felt like I saw on film that they saw in the run game was working for them. Um, you know, we talked about, you mentioned, obviously we just talked about Terrence Steele and just him finding his way. And I really want to see what the response is to how they find ways to help him out when he needs help or just so just establishing this run game and how they're, you know, using the run and, and the play action and stuff is... And this is, again, I'm going to say this, and I hope this is not deemed disrespectful in any way, but this game to me is so much more about the Cowboys and what they do and the improvements, little improvements that we notice from them Mm -hmm. than a Giants team that is truly trying to figure out some things on their end. They're on their third-string quarterback. Their offensive line has dealt with a whole bunch of injuries. They're not getting much from their receiver game. It's just, listen, they got a lot going on over there. So I want to see how they go into a game where they know that, you know, the other team is struggling, how they respond, but also to just specifically the run game. There were some things in this past game that I saw that they started to get going and talking to some of the guys today. It feels like they did kind of feel like they figured out some things in the run game. So how they build upon that, because, baby, it's about to get cold and you need to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. you ain't got to be this dominating like demoralizing force, but you do need to be able to consistently move the ball, running the ball, distributing the ball. <laughs> um when it starts getting cold and it's it's coming. So yeah. that's that's what I'm looking for this game and I'm hoping 
that we see some improvements there. Yeah, I want to see. I feel like I've said this multiple times, but I mean it. I want to see cooks get involved, right? Oh yeah, I, we're, this, mm-hmm. yeah. This is a game that screw it. Like you know, we haven't given him the ball. We haven't distributed the ball as well as we should have. This mm-hmm. is a game where you try it. Um, and cooks talked about it in the locker room that. I know the media is thinking that he's frustrated, but he's really not frustrated. He's just trusting Dak, right? He's just trusting the process. And he's been really big on his faith this whole season, really his whole life, but really this season. Um, And so he was just saying, like, that's just who I am. I just trust the process. And so I want to see if Dak and him can kind of work through that connection and maybe even see him get some action this week, Um, I think. 17 receptions right It's here. time. Yeah, it's time. It's time. It's, time. it's been time. Yeah, it's been it's time. time. They figured out, yeah. like, to your point, we talked about the <clears throat> lack of CD. We talked about the lack of Jake Ferguson. Yeah. It's time to figure out this number three. It's time to figure out how to consistently incorporate him into this offense. So I mm-hmm. totally agree. It is it's time because I do believe that if they continue mm-hmm. to build upon, if there's some things to build upon this game, you can take that into the latter part of the season, and your mm-hmm. aerial attack really is a threat. Like, you you need him. Yep. You need him. You need all of those He's guys. here. Yep. And I understand that it's a, it's a lot of gentlemen to, to get the ball to, but at the same token, especially, too, with the Turpin injury mm-hmm. and what he's been doing, yep. there's some productivity to fill that number three could because he's a speed option too he can do yeah. a lot of the things that even turpin does as well he's you're right fast. girl you're right. I, I know you're fed up with this. she is not playing she said get this gentleman get him the ball, ball. i'm tired of it cook like i'm sick and tired well i mean I'm, I'm sick and tired but i'm also like i feel like it's coming i feel like it's coming but i don't know i just you can't ignore it i don't think you can ignore it this anymore. whole thing yeah. is giving onion where it's like it's a layer <laughs> <laughs> it's giving shrek um but really no it's shrek. like it's like it is true the way you explained it is aisha's you start with one thing and you keep unfolding mm. and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going. This is just the next layer that they have to peel yeah. of this onion, right? Yeah. And with a new um, offense. With with a new offense, yeah. with a new offensive coordinator and a mm. new play caller. If nobody expected growing pains after all that change in the offseason, y'all, mm. come on. There was gonna be a little bit, but now you're you're hitting that halfway mark of the season. You're running out of time to use that, yeah. hey, we're still adjusting, you know, mindset. And so now it's it's perfecting. It's no longer adjusting to it. It's perfecting it, and it's making it better. And so, yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised to see yeah, Cooks he's, cooking. He's, we need the sprinkles. We need we need, need it, that speed. We need it Please. all. We need the caramel need sauce speed. and the sprinkles. Oh, stop, yeah. you're making me hungry. Stop playing games here. Like, yeah, you should stop playing yeah. games. Get I hungry tr- over here. I commend him for being so humble and, like, just, like, I trust the process. And he really, and it's crazy because he's so genuine about it. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is because he is a veteran. Because yeah. I I was wondering that with, like, we're, you can look at the snap count. You can tell that Jalen Tolbert is starting to get some of those mm-hmm. snaps. You know, and so I was wondering, you know, h- how does it feel when you see and, and I think that's a huge part of it is mm-hmm. that he's mentored a CD. He's, he takes yeah. mentoring them seriously, mentoring uh, Jalen Tolbert seriously. And as you said yesterday, Jez, they're happy for him. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. legitimately happy that CD is, you know, you know, emerging. Yep. But that we still have to figure out how to distribute the ball mm-hmm. to the other gentlemen that are on this team, especially yep. if they were brought here to be playmakers. All right. Let's listen. 
Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, well, we will keep getting it right after this break. Uh, we're going to take our first break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. AT&T Stadium on Saturday, November 11th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Celebrate Veterans Day with special presentations from the Color Guard and Junior ROTC Drill Team, plus a 21-gun salute. Take a tour of AT&T Stadium, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and alumni, play games, head outside to the Miller Lighthouse, and even play on the field. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. Okay, Rally Day. I'm excited about Veterans Day on Saturday. Oh, Thank yeah. you for your service. Cause yeah. I'm gonna, Thank you. I'm gonna get all my snacks and all, your, snacks? all your free stuff. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. As you should. People have told me about it for years. Like mm-hmm. they do all my friends and stuff. They literally go when when I was still in, we would go in groups to like mm. Buffalo Wild Wings or like all the different places. But now that I'm I've been out, it's just something I just don't do. But I also have to tell myself it's okay because I feel like I'd be like, oh no, I don't want to take advantage of anything yeah. or anything but i i i i think i want to go get my snacks this year go i get, your snacks. get my, yep. my stuff this year go you get should. your snacks girl. i'm excited where did you it. serve army guard army guard army guard i did eight years um it was a good experience mm-hmm. on my last two i was pretty quiet i didn't really do much of anything but but it was a good experience for me and i i enjoyed it and i met a lot of great people so yeah changed yeah. my life that's yeah. why i'm here well, we actually have our salute to service game on Sunday against the Giants. I'm so excited. Yep. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Yeah. Got to see some of the, if I'm not mistaken, there were some some veterans in here today mm-hmm. with their with their service lot. animals. There was a lot of service the animals. The little guys. dog with the glasses. With I don't know glasses. whose dog this is, and yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, your dog's about to be aired on here. Yeah. Look at this. I literally Can took the picture of the dog, dog look, earlier. Look, you got to put it closer to the. We can't. <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> with the hat. Well, with, I, the with the flag. This is my Roman Empire. Please. This dog is my yeah. Roman Empire. Literally. He's it's wearing gonna... sunglasses. It's a good day. It is a good day. It's a good day. Um... Please. <laughs> Please. Uh, the joy no. this brings me. Let's go ahead and get ready to break down this matchup. Um, I know this Giants team has been through the ringer um, oh. as far as injuries. Especially as of late, they'll be out without their starting quarterback, Daniel Jones. Uh tearing his ACL. It's rough. 
So now they're relying on a rookie QB making his first start, DeVito, Tommy DeVito. Uh, not to be confused with Danny DeVito. Not to be confused. Jeez. We're not confused. We're not. Uh, look, I've heard it multiple times, though. Really? People, it just rolls off the tongue, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, no, not to be confused. It's, it's Tommy DeVito uh, <laughs> making his first start. Uh, and I think he's only made two appearances in the league, so or in the NFL so far this season. Um, and that's just because out of necessity, uh, yeah. again. Uh, so what, what have what have y'all seen on film? That, well, the little film that there is, and that's no shade, I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah this it, offense it, is he's, struggling. He's new. It's just, he's yeah. new. Oh, good. No, she, she's just saying, saying no shade, no and I'm shade. like, no, he, just, there's really there's no, no film. film. Um, what have you seen, though? F- no. Even before he was there. I mean, they haven't, like, mm-hmm. put up more than 16 points in, in eternity. It's just this offense is just really struggling. Mm-hmm. But it really starts with the offensive line. Um, they gave up eight sacks last week. Um, mm-hmm. You have Andrew Thomas that is coming off of. He had an injury earlier this season, so he's kind of trying to get a feel back, and he's – been one of the better left tackles in football but we all know with the offensive line is that if one person is injured yeah there's a lot of compensating going on but the majority of his offensive line has changed so um they have a left guard uh justin Pugh. um he's been struggling he's a guy that they brought in last minute because they had an in- injury and he's given up a lot of pressures 12 to be exact through the last four weeks yeah. so and um evan neal Evan Neal, their right tackle, uh, he is out, I believe. Um, oh, I, I believe he will be out. I'm not sure. But he suffered a left ankle sprain last mm-hmm. week. And so that that could matter because I'm telling you, Tank sees Evan Neal across from him. And I don't know if he feels, like, disrespected or what, but he always goes crazy against mm-hmm. the Giants. So we'll be looking at that. And um, they also have, a, is it Bredson, I believe is his? Yeah, Ben Ben Bredson mm-hmm. at, at right guard. He's been filling in there. Actually, Justin Pugh is the left guard. Um, Bredson is the right guard. And he's, he's given up quite a few pressures as well. I expect for the Cowboys to take advantage of – the inexperience on this mm-hmm. offensive line, but also to hostile environment. AT&T is becoming a place that is hard to play in yep. and um, the lack of continuity. So I expect a lot of stunning and some exotic looks from DQ um, to let these guys get home consistently because this offensive line. And you look at their injury report. Oh, it's One, stacked. two, three, yeah. four, five. You have six offensive linemen that either did not participate in practice today or they were limited. Uh, and Evan Neal, actually one of those guys, he didn't even participate. So it just goes to show how... Mm. Yeah, they're struggling. They're they have. Yeah, um, they they've given out the most sack. They've given up the most sacks in yeah. the NFL with 49 sacks, and we're halfway through the season. Mm. That's actually halfway. more than. That's like about the amount that like a bad team would give up respectfully through the whole season. It, it, it's yeah. it's and so to your point about Tommy DeVito, who's trying to come in and figure some things out. They're not able to do much uh, through the air because it, there's just not enough time. So expect a, a Saquon, a, a lot of Saquon. <laughs> I just feel for their team right now and where they are because it's already too. hard enough losing your starting quarterback for the rest of the season. That's that's a morale hitter when you're already kind of low. Yeah. And then that just, you know, it's like the final blow to already uh, a challenging season for them right and and looking at these stats and yeah it's this is absolutely a game the cowboys should win by by a lot um they rank 32 in total offense 
team offense uh, across the NFL. They rank last in yards per play. They rank last in, let's see, passing net yards per game. They rank last in points per game. And then, let's see, field goal percentage combined offensive-defensive rankings. Yikes. (laughs) I I mean, it's. I truly feel for them losing Daniel Jones in the season because that's your leader, right? Your your quarterback Mm -hmm. is your leader. That's... That's your ringleader, if you will, of, of everything. And so I can't imagine where their team morale is. And so for them to go into this matchup with the with the Cowboys fall teams at AT&T Stadium, knowing this longest active win streak in the NFL right now at home for the Cowboys, which is 11 there, they could possibly stack another uh, win on that in 12. Um, but I can't imagine how how you prepare your team for this. I mean, I, I can't Tyrod. imagine mm. losing. Ty- that's it's a lot. That's, that's yeah. really the backbreaker because yeah. if you were to lose a Daniel Jones, you say to yourself, Tyrod Taylor's been in this league mm-hmm. for a while. He can come in. He maybe can keep us afloat. Yeah. Yes, absolutely reliable. Has some mobility, whatever, and you lose him as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to be a gut punch. And um, just ACLs are tough, man. You, you see mm-hmm. it every year with different players and that just sucks just to see a non-contact injury the way that you know it happened with Daniel Jones they also don't have uh, Waller who they just brought in Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. year and so it's just is it hamstring or something Um, I don't know I felt like it is hamstring is it a hammy the thing is though oh sorry no it's just you have to feel for them and and the state of their team right now because you start you go back to the week one of the season and they had just so much really going for them at that point and so um Dak talked about it today in the locker room of hey you've seen this opponent before but keep in mind there were very different circumstances between that Mm -hmm. team and this team but something I did like from Dak is is he talked about he's an uh foot on the pedal kind of guy Mm -hmm. when they asked you know uh they asked him during the media scrum would you want to ideally kind of wrap this up by halftime and then just kind of be done with it or or ensure the win and he's like i'm a foot on the pedal kind of guy here i'm not i'm not trying to get in a situation where we think we have the win and then we're fighting for our life in the fourth quarter and so the cowboys aren't going into this it doesn't seem like they're going into this especially coming off of the loss from philly thinking that they have this in the bag well you can't because it's it's, going to be cardinals game all that's the nature of the nfl you can't under prepare for your opponent despite their struggles on the other side and so um, I don't expect the Cowboys to take it easy mm-hmm. on them. And uh, feeding frenzy for Micah Parsons, for Tank Lawrence, for Oso Digizua. I mean, I feel for Tommy DeVito, guys. I he got some mobility to him, though. Like he, he, I, I do feel for him though. When when you're you have mobility, that's that's great. But when you have a lion coming at you, you have a tank yep. coming at you. Fear that's for your a life. Lot. That's a lot. But yeah. But also, you want to talk about a measuring stick game. Let's look at it from the Giants' point of view. This could be a measuring stick game for what they have left in their tank. If they want to throw it all out there, now's the game to do it against the Cowboys. And you've seen it time and time again happen with teams that are struggling. Look at the Mm -hmm. Texans game last season. Just a little reminder of how much they threw out. Uh, at that point, and it was a, another thing too. Even with the Tommy DeVito thing, like, am I wrong? As oh, I'm, you were right. You're 100 right. Oh um, they treated that like their Super Bowl. They girl. did. They sure did. Yeah, there is an element of it. They should, we, they don't really know much about the quarterback. They don't really know much about. You know, they they might throw some unscouted things at them, some mm-hmm. stuff that they haven't seen. It's just when yeah. things go off script, though. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, 
they, they do still have some pieces on their defense that I do think um, mm. the, the Giants as I, that I do think you know are going to make some plays. But yeah, as far as this offense goes. They're just really struggling to get anything going on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, Saquon has 502 yards on a year. He's averaging four four yards a carry. Mm-hmm. So, again, when you talk about what are we looking for in this game, again, to me, more about the Cowboys, less about what the Giants do. I yeah. really want to see how the Cowboys um, run defense contains, how they're mm-hmm. able to. Because, again, it doesn't mean it may it may not be guys making the play, but I still want to see how they react, um, how they get square, mm-hmm. how they're tackling, all that stuff. Because that, that, te- that still is telling me something about the Cowboys as yeah. a defense, um, despite the fact that their opponent is struggling to move the ball consistently. So that's what I'm looking for. All right. Well, we were going to take our second break real fast. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation, so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hello, we're going to talk about our NFL Fan of the Year. Uh, Sean Polite, I really hope I'm saying your name right, is your 2023 Dallas Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Go vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of the NFL Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Go help our guy Sean out. Sean, you have our full support. Mm. We hope you win. So go vote for him. Okay. I don't know, Heard Sean. You. I, yeah, I just, it's okay. We gotta, we gotta, gotta support. support our people. Yeah, we gotta know? support. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go vote. Sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just looking at it. It's like, well, it's because I, I read his last name and I was like, oh man, I hope I'm saying this right. So I had a little moment of panic, but we worked through it. It's fine. No woodies, no woodies. Uh, let's talk about our offense, the Cowboys' offense. We, of course, talked about a little bit what we want to see from this defense, considering. Uh, what the Giants present as of right now. Um, what do you want to see from this Cowboys offense? I know we talked about we want to see them get that run game going um, a little bit. You want to see Terrence Steele uh, step up and have a big game as well. Um, but, yeah, what do you all want to see as far as uh, this Cowboys offense? Hmm. I, I guess I, I, I definitely want to see a fast start. Okay. I'm 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 a little uh I wouldn't say I'm concerned but I definitely am looking at how they start the game. Um I just feel like the three and outs to start mm-hmm. games have been hurtful mm-hmm. in a way and so I just want to see how fast they start and just I think it'll be an indicator quickly of just how 
yeah. locked in they are. I will say with the home games, I think Mike McCarthy's mentioned just them being able to be in their routine, wake up in their own bed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they just seem fresh when they're when there's home games. So I'm just looking at how they start the game and what they're able to do from there. Maybe, um, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe pass on first down. Yeah, and see what happens or something. Yeah. I mean, I just want to see what they do. I just want to see what they be do. Be aggressive. And then don't get yeah. me wrong, like we talked about, I, I, the Giants still do have some good defensive pieces. Dexter Lawrence is still that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get it twisted. He is still that guy. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau is a gentleman that's been on an uptick this year, um, playing edge. They still have Jai Ward, Adoree Jackson. I know he's questionable, but in their secondary is coming along with Deontay Banks out there on the outside from Maryland. He's mm-hmm. a rookie. Their secondary does have a few players that are still learning and finding their way. So I'm not going to sit up here and act like their defense is just, but it's but a, their defense is really having a hard time because they're on the field so much mm-hmm. because this offense can't do anything. So yeah. I I just feel like the Cowboys need to score early, score early. Well, that's aggressive. something that I feel like they should take advantage of. Your Their offense isn't doing too much, so wear them down. Mm-hmm. You know, wear them down early. And I kind of want to see that aggressive start, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the pat. you look at the past couple of games and you see it, Dak get demolished early on, you know, get sacked. Um, so I, I want to see this offensive line really, you know, kind of be – stern early on um set the tone early on and i think that'll kind of set the tone for the rest of the game that's what i want to see you know what i want to see i want to see the starters sitting by the fourth quarter oh, okay again i Are do you sure yeah i do I'm oh, i do because look i know we talk about this a lot of how your bye week's already mm-hmm. passed your bye week is long gone now I mean, you have a long season to go that's fair and you take your rest where you can take it because this is a game that if you can get that early lead sit your starters take mm-hmm. it this is you're at the point of the season now where you have to start thinking long term you have to start thinking ahead a little bit to say hey if we want cd fresh mm-hmm. come january we need to start you know thinking in that terms a little bit and um it's just especially after the physical game that they played in philly Mm -hmm. they're hurting this week everyone's a little sore i mean you talk to the guys they're they're sore and Mm -hmm. and it's just once that part of the season too they came off of a really physical game in philadelphia so for me i i want this game to just be signed sealed delivered third quarter Get it done. There's no reason this game should extend in that far into the fourth quarter. And if it does, it's a product of, I think, this Giants defense putting pressure on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's the only thing that you can say if the game doesn't go past that point and the Cowboys haven't wrapped it up with a pretty little bow, it's because the offensive line is struggling a little mm. bit. So, um, yeah, you were talking about Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> you want to know um, who has more sacks than Micah Parsons this season? Him. Kayvon Thibodeau, second in the league with 8.5 sacks um, so far. So when you're talking about a fast start of uh, an offensive line that has yeah. allowed multiple sacks in the first possession mm. multiple times now, that worries me a little bit. Mm. If they're gonna, had, they're gonna bully you. No, nope, they're gonna bully you. And, yeah. and you got to be prepared for it. If you had to pick one person that the game would is going to boil down to, who would it be? Uh, the quarterback. Yeah. No question. The quarterback number four. Just go out there and execute. Yeah. Get 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 it over with. Yeah. Um, 
I, I will say, like, I'm just, I actually still am, like, torn. Like, you're right about them being done at the fourth quarter. Like, I want the stars out. Like, But I do feel like this this season and how lopsided it is is just it's it's frustrating like it's frustrating again and this game hasn't come and gone yet so I don't want to make any guesses Mm -hmm. but if that is the case I'm like dang man because you're not you're not riding the same momentum when you're sitting your starters in the fourth quarter but then also because a lot of these games haven't been close again you can't do anything about how well you executed in those moments right but it's also just like but when situations like Philly late in the game come up and you don't like your team, it's a foreign thing to your team You're not prepared to in totality mm-hmm. because some of them have experienced that. Some of them have not where it's up tempo. We're trying to figure things out. Communication, communication. They haven't had a whole bunch of that this year. And I just. I'm just ready for them to maybe we'll see it lot in the latter part of the year, but it's just like I love them being done, and you're 100% right. But then at the same time, it's like, God, is this just, is this how football's supposed to go? Yeah. Like, it's also just been a weird schedule. <laughs> like you look back at the opponents kind of mm. mixed in and the games that they've had, and to your point from yesterday, it hasn't been consistent. I mean, you have really big wins, and then you have these really, like, demoralizing losses to a sense, and you have another big win. It's kind of just up and down at this point where it just needs to stay consistent. So if you're going to play all four quarters, just keep it consistent. And and really, this week, their focus should be executing on the things they didn't last week that led to the loss and continuing to use that measuring stick to go forward. So if that takes them into the fourth quarter, if you see improvement and that improvement's Mm -hmm. there with the O-line, with the run game, with getting beat cooks yeah. more involved, with continuing to get Jake Ferguson more involved, with continuing to grow that chemistry with CD and Dak, do it. But the point is, this is a game you shouldn't be scrambling for in the fourth quarter by mm-hmm. any means. It should sure. not come down to like it did yeah. against the Eagles. Because you're talking about a, a Philly team, which is very different from the Giants team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. look, don't give the Giants team a confidence boost by allowing it to get that close mm. in the fourth quarter. So wait, were you saying that you think that they should just play all the way through? To pre- I'm not saying that no. at all. I'm just talking about the situation as a whole. Okay. I'm talking about the fact that like through this season so far, it's you've gotten these really big wins, and mm. then there hasn't been, you know, like we talked about, the Cardinals game was just a bad game. It was terrible. 49ers game, complete blowout. Mm. And then you have the Philly game where it's close, it's late. Again, I do think that's a learning experience for this team, but it's just, I don't know. It's it's, it's one of those things that you can't complain about because they're getting these games done early, mm. you know, and they're, they, they do turn the switch on to finish the game, and then you have your starter sitting in the fourth. Yeah. But it also, too, is a it's such a weird feeling because I do believe this team does need that experience playing you know playing through games and finishing things and also too Dak has even mentioned it the fact that he doesn't want guys to think that's normal Mm. like he said that he's like I've talked talked to the younger guys especially like yeah this is not normal don't get used to this and so I mean if it happens again it's just like dang like it's not bad but at the same time I don't know if it's good consistently for this team especially what you have in some younger guys on the roster and stuff so I don't know. I'm just I'm venting. I'm, I'm, no, it's, it's, it's not something that that can be fixed or changed. If they play well, they play well. Like who can't yeah. do anything about it. But the grand scheme of things, 
it's just not normal to not be playing yeah. in the fourth quarter. Like, it's just not. And the, yeah. as many times as this happened this season where your second string is out there and mm-hmm. your second string offensive line is out there, boy, most teams aren't seeing situations like that. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, yeah. y'all, well, let's go. Let's let's figure out how to, to win close games too yeah. let's just go ahead and do that and put it together so I think I'm on the fence of, of both sides and I say that because your next two games include so this game this week and then next week you play the Carolina Panthers right Carolina Panthers have only won one game is this that season. home uh, next week too I think yep. it might yep no, I no, think it's away. No, no, no. I think oh, it's it's away, and then Thanksgiving is home. Yeah. And, yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm but, jumping ahead. Yeah. I'm thinking about that Thanksgiving food no, no, already. No, That's no, what I'm fine. doing. I'm thinking next week's Thanksgiving. I'm, no, like, I'm hungry. Fine, you're fine. But no, my <laughs> point is is that you playing teams that that you should win up against, right? So I, I, I'm on the fence only because you want to be prepared for that fourth quarter moment, but then it's also like in games like maybe against the Commanders, you may have to go to battle, you know, all the way down to the wire. So mm-hmm. you, you have to prepare that depth to be in those situations. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence of, like, get that game over with, send in your second string guys. And no, you're right. Holiday. But then it's also like, hmm, I don't know. Because, stay in the rhythm. Yeah, stay in the rhythm because um, you just de- you never know what's going to happen in games like the Commanders, Man. the Seahawks, even though, you know, so, yeah, now the Carolina cool. game is important, yeah. no matter the fact that they've only won one game. Yeah, yeah, they need a road win. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. need one. Yeah, like they for for confidence and yeah, they need a road win. Mm-hmm. And obviously, too, these last few games, these next few games, these are NFC games. Yep. So seeding matters and stuff. So they they can't play around with this game. To your point, like if they're yeah. gonna go get it over with, get it over with. I'm just still worried like no I'm not worried I don't want to say that word I hate that but I I definitely feel like at some point in time in this season this team has to be in the fourth quarter Mm. and having to navigate that and I'm mostly offensively to be honest because if you look at the defensive numbers they've turned it on in the fourth quarter when it's necessary to get to get the offense the Mm -hmm. ball it's really just I, I really the situational stuff. I think they need practice in game reps in, and they haven't really gotten those because most of these games have been really up or really down. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I'm looking at going into this stretch. To yeah. your point, I is like how they respond in, in the last parts of the game when they're not when it's not a blowout. I also think doing that away though, and, and this is a home game this weekend. So mm-hmm. I also think doing that away. And getting used to the silent count and all that is going to be valuable when we're talking next yeah, week. You know? So this applies even into into next mm-hmm. week's game as well. But also, <laughs> not feeling overly confident that you're going to get the win at home. Because, mm-hmm. look. it's a good point. It's, it's a great streak to have, but... I mean, hey, just, I, yeah, you don't, you I'm don't, <laughs> I'm, no, well, I'm just saying you can't but get overly I, yeah, confident with this game. Yeah. That's, that is. With any game in the NFL, you can't get overly confident. Yep. So yeah, I, I 100% yep. agree I'm just, you. I'm saying it's, it's valuable at home, but away as well. But um, yeah. no, I honestly, I'm all for getting it done, getting it done in three quarters, wrapping it up. Let's yeah. move on to next week. That's, that's fair. That's yeah. how I feel. That's fair. Let's go ahead and wrap up this show. But Ooh. we got a pop pick. <laughs> I see what I did there. Uh, no, we got a pop pick, y'all. Uh, who do y'all think is going to make the first sack on either team? I'm going Michael Parsons. I'm sorry. Okay. The I'm going Tank. Eat. I'm going Tank. Osa. All right. 
That's a good one. Mm. Their left guard and right guard Osa. are lay struggling. Good one. Osa Odigizua. <laughs> and then come Monday, I'm going to come on here and say, can you Osa Odigizua it? That's what that's it's what the plan is. Yeah. All a... right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> today was great. Uh, we'll see y'all. What's today? Thir- Thursday. 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 Ooh, my days are day in. It's, it's, it's daylight savings. One of those weeks. Ooh. Daylight savings got me confused. Yeah. It has me feeling like my bedtime is at seven o'clock. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for Girls Talk Boys Talk presented by Too Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!